Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Hello, and how y'all doing? I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from hot and humid New Orleans on here, Wednesday, July the 3rd, heading into a long 4th of July weekend. But uh, in our industry, it's a 24-7, so I'm sure there's somebody on call waiting to see if there's any emergencies that a rental company's got to take care of. A big thank you to all our listeners, to your friends and associates, especially that international crowd. It seems to be growing. Again, we hit 10 different countries last week. It's a big surprise to me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's show about change. It is inevitable, and be prepared for it. You can always reach me at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com, or you can call me or text me at 504 504- 615-0540 if you just want to chew the fat. Today's calling number, 1-866-472-5790. So today's show, I'll cover a few different subjects like uh, talking to your customers, some problem-solving stuff, and some culture and, and marketing things. So here we go. First up, uh, these are your customers. Question is, do you talk at them or do you talk with them? Be it sales or marketing, the old saying is that the sales team is not the whole company, but the whole company is the sales team. And the larger companies now have marketing companies to handle some of their marketing and promotions and, of course, advertising along the way. In some industries, some still think the only way to market the product brand is by running expensive ads on TV. Now, there's a point I'm coming to in all this, so just bear with me. So, do you have an old-fashioned mindset uh, and still ignoring the power of today's digital channels? Here's an example. I have a friend who's a senior brand manager at a giant consumer goods corporation. They own most of the products we see on the supermarket shelves. And he says... Now it's all about AI, AR, and VR. And who, are you kidding me? Passive recipient yesterday, hyper-empowered today. It's true that the best way to sell a named brand used to be top-of-the-mind marketing. It's a century-old marketing method that requires spending massive advertising budgets on TV, magazines, newspapers, and radio, which I personally think is a great idea to advertise on radio. The goal was to run repetitive ads to become the top-of-mind brand, i.e. the first brand that comes to mind when customers were ready to buy a certain product. The customer was a passive recipient. In the middle of their favorite TV shows, they were constantly being interrupted with the We've got great stuff. Buy it. Message of those brands. Times have changed since then, and so have technologies. But for many companies, top-of-the-mind marketing hasn't. Their marketers approach the newly born Instagram the same way they approach TV. In their eyes, there were just new platforms on which to scream their buy our awesome stuff message. It was the same shouting with a different megaphone, just via 140 characters at a time. While some marketers resisted to change, consumers didn't. As David Ogilvie, the father of advertising, once said, the consumer isn't a moron. She's smart enough to figure out how to use today's technologies and tools to her advantage. She knows how to block our ads, stream content through ad-free subscription services, close annoying sign-up pop-ups, and unsubscribe forever. Think you're the best? She can find out where you stand against the competition in seconds with all the info in the world at her fingertips. She doesn't blindly believe what you tell her anymore. 
After all, reviews, user-generated content, and influences have emerged as the three major forces driving consumer behavior today. No longer a passive recipient, she is hyper-empowered, hyper-connected, demanding, and most of all, impatient. In a world where she can make or break a company with a single click, the question is, what is left in the marketer's control? There's a gentleman with the name of Mark Schaefer. He recently put, what is marketing today when our brand messaging is created by the hive mind instead of our ad agency? What does marketing mean anymore when nobody trusts your company and the world is blocking your ads? We need to transcend our silos and even our instincts to embrace the chaos. We need to build organizations that stop fighting the hyper-powered consumer and find ways to encourage her. All of this Not to mention, we're in a generation where people young and old want to watch or listen when they want to watch and listen and block to maximize their available time. The future of marketing is in the past, especially in our industry. Conversations have always been the starting point of marketing. Just look at the past, I'm going way back, before any evolutions of the modern era, it would sell our wares, say a loaf of bread, or way back, a horse and carriage, by engaging with a potential customer in real time, one-to-one. But the more we've advanced technologically, the further we've removed ourselves from this dialogue. Instead, We choose to blast people from a distance with cold calls, pop-ups, paywalls, automated emails, and adverts. We group individuals into the mass category of leads and conversions. These are faceless entities that exist only on our spreadsheets. Sounds horrible for the customer, doesn't it? Well, guess what? It's horrible for your business, too. There's a reason a typical landing page conversion rate is only 2.35%. That's 2.35%, and the average email open rate is a mere 20%. The way we've been marketing is broken. But the good news is, We already know how to fix it. In Jay Bear's words, it starts by employing more of friend of mine, M-I-N-E, awareness, instead of relying on top of mind, M-I-N-D, awareness alone. It's called this friend of mine awareness, and it's predicated on the reality that companies are competing against real people for the attention of other real people. To succeed, your prospective customers must consider you as a friend. And if, like their friends, you provide them with real value, they will reward your company with loyalty, and advocacy the same ways we reward our friends. As an old friend of mine in the industry has always said, the success in the equipment rental business is belly button to belly button marketing. And oh, how true it is. But how can we distinguish a good friendship? We used to rely on target markets key publics, and broad categories, such as high and low end. But this logic is outdated. 
You know, I might fly first class across the world on the same day I make a beeline for the reduced section at my local grocery store. And the same could apply in the rental business. You may have someone who rents a very specialized piece of equipment from one company who knows they have the good backup service for it and turn around and rent something very mundane or almost a commodity type product from another rental company because it gets to be a cost-benefit relationship. The reality is segmentation has never been more complex. Why? Because people have never been more complex. We can't cram our customers into little boxes anymore. They're too connected. They're too well-informed. We're moving from mass marketing to mass personalization with a focus on individuality. The one-size-fits-all mindset is on its last legs. Instead, a more holistic approach that treats customers as people with emotions, habits, and experiences. This takes center stage in the future of marketing. This means looking to the future to foresee the next step on your customer's journey and connecting the dots for them. And thanks to today's countless tools or big data, it's never been easier to understand what our hyper-empowered customers wants to do next before they've worked it out themselves. Like, let's just say uh, to a customer that uh, you see that you're wrapping up a product, uh, excuse me, a portion of the work where they've been using your equipment with our product X just to pick something. And so you know already that he's going to need product Y from your company. So the conversation should be, I see you wrapping up with X and let me know when you're ready for our Y. We have to show them that we care. While while we're busy converting strangers into leads and forcing them down funnels, we forgot about the most important people, our existing customers. A key factor in sustaining growth is framing every decision on a customer-centric basis. At this point, let's take a quick break and jump back to Voice America before we continue the subject of talking to your customers. Back to you, Voice America. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Genie Z60 slash 37 FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 slash 37 FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom lifts, 
visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to Rental Equipped Talk Radio. And that call-in number today is 1-866-472-5790. And today we're talking about customers, and do you talk at them, or do you talk with them? And we've been going around in circles and a lot of different things, but here's a, here's a little fact. A 5% increase in customer retention can increase a company's profitability by 75%. Or, you want to break it down even further? Keeping an existing customer happy costs 11% of what it costs to acquire a new customer. Essentially, it's always worth playing the long game. Of course, this isn't a game of either or. Customer-centered growth is as much an acquisition tactic as it is a retention tactic. This approach relies on the consistent offering of extreme value without an ulterior motive. In our case, hopefully, it's not just a cheap rate, but it's more the quality of the equipment, the service during the rental, and the service after the rental to get the next rental. It means maintaining a constant connection with your customers, an honest dialogue that goes both ways. Such a dialogue involves moving beyond talking about our core product and starting to help them. If you sell something, you make a customer today. If you help someone, you make a customer for life. And think of all the project managers on job sites that are hearing so many different stories and tactics by your competitors and yourself, for example. And next week, we're going to talk about some uh, questions about uh, getting to know them a little bit better. But we have to listen to their needs. Don't you hate it when someone talks over you? But what about when someone sits down, really listens, and takes everything you say on board? And of course, Part of that is asking key questions to get them to open up. Sounds like a no-brainer? Look around their office for key telltale points about what sports team they may follow or what sport they enjoy, be it a fish on the wall or a deer head on the wall. These are great openers to get to know somebody better. That's one way of looking at outbound versus interactive marketing. The latter encourages two-way dialogue between the company and the customer, pulling rather than pushing them in. It's kind of like playing a tennis match instead of smacking a ball just against a brick wall by yourself to work on your stroke. We would embrace interactivity with open arms. We should always ask our customers on how we can improve. Never let your ear leave the ground. 
to listen to the latest construction trends, yes, but more importantly, to hear what all of our customers out there have to say. So think of feedback, even the negative kind. It's a gift. The customer is giving you an opportunity to transform their view of your brand, depending on how you choose to respond and move forward. And who knows, an angry email or a complaint could be your chance to win over a new super fan, maybe a customer for life, because you reacted to what they had to say and you listened. But what about our powerless future? You know, not long ago, a marketer's role was to plan a campaign, execute it, analyze the results, rinse and repeat. Every step could be tightly controlled, every action premeditated. But today, we no longer have this authority. Technology has handed customers unprecedented power, excuse me, to dictate the rules. They can throw us into overnight success or destroy our entire reputation. The choice is really theirs, but it's ours also. The one thing we do still have control over in our relationship with the customer. And to keep them happy, we need to loosen our grip on the steering wheel, sit back, and keyword, listen very carefully. Let's face it, chaos has always been more exciting than control. So enough about that for the moment. Let's move on to something else. Let's talk about employee performance. What's the one thing that will improve employee performance? The best managers carefully and consistently observe their people to find one thing they can point out to improve employee performance right now. The one thing that I want to focus on is that as a manager or supervisor, you are also a coach and a mentor. A coach shows or tells people what they want them to do. A mentor asks questions until the student comes to their own realization about what is right. Coaches and mentors carefully observe people so that they can see what is working, what isn't, and why. Then they work with them to improve. The best coaches and mentors, the best supervisors and managers look for the one thing that can improve employee performance today, right now. In our industry, whether it's phone technique, customer service, giving the proper instructions, asking the right questions, lifting, communicating with others, discussing plans, whatever your people are doing, there's always one thing that can help them improve. Once they've learned and practiced that one thing, there will be another one thing, and then another, and on, and on. Getting the best out of people isn't a goal, it's a result. It's a result of working together as a team, observing, asking, listening, coaching, and mentoring. If you have a manager or employee struggling, then look for the one thing that is the root of their problems and work on that. You might be surprised at how other issues fall away and how rapidly they improve. Okay, enough about that little thought. Uh, Have you ever thought about the problems you encounter on an hourly, daily, weekly, or monthly basis? And there are ways on how to be a better problem solver and help your team get better at the same time. 
A wise leader collects information and selects the critical few or the key priorities. An execution leader has an enormous amount of influence in helping teams solve problems and make decisions. Execution teams are looking for guidance. There's a new book out called Strategic Agility, The Art of Piloting Initiatives. Leaders are invited to think of having a set of filters through which you view the execution of strategic initiatives. With the aid of filters, you can focus clearly on one aspect at a time and not be distracted by the daunting complexity of the implementation. If you were to compare implementation to the complex ecology of, a, say, a garden with edible ornamental plants and weeds, all the different stages of growth and decay, health and disease, then it would probably be difficult to decide where to focus your efforts first. But if you were able to see the weeds when putting on a red filter, you would have an easy time picking out the plants. As you continue to put on a blue filter to look for the sick plants, etc. That's just a simple, very simple example. And this could apply to the many different divisions or departments our industry deals with constantly, like competition, sales, inside sales, service and service call, collections, inventory control and inventory management, training, and on and on. The point is that filters can decide, can help us decide, and ensure that we keep the strategic overview. The filter could be the strategic reason for engaging in the initiative. While keeping the strategic overview is critical, a leader needs to be aware enough of the details to avoid skating over the issues and never coming to grips with the problems that occur around priorities. Here you need to tap into every viewpoint to understand the breadth and depth of an issue to be able to take action. At that, we're going to take another quick break and uh, come back and continue that conversation. And I'll jump back to you, Voice America. Thank you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. 
For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. Appreciate you joining me today. And today we've been talking about uh, ways of dealing with customers, and mainly that is with conversation. And we've done a lot of talking about marketing, and we're currently on the subject about ways to be a better problem solver and help your team get better. And when we uh, took the break, uh, the last thing I said was, here you need to tap into every viewpoint to understand the breadth and depth of an issue to be able to take action. A wise leader, and I don't care which leader of which department, collects information, selects the critical few or the key priorities based on organizational and environmental realities. As a leader, and again, I don't care if it's a branch manager or service manager, sales manager, whatever, you influence and guide the performance of the team in five major ways. Number one, you provide direction and ambition. Number two, you make critical decisions that affect a lot of people. Number three, you help the team learn how to execute. Four, you engage in feedback with the team. And five, and most importantly, monitor the execution of energy by your team. Whenever a team must solve a problem, there needs to be a divergent phrase during which the team examines the problem, followed by a convergent phase when the team moves to a solution. Facilitate your team's learning when it comes to keeping a balance between analyzing a problem and coming to closure so that they reach sound decisions in a timely manner. But also, reassure them they're not alone. You're as responsible and accountable for the decisions. Strategic initiatives represent a major financial investment. So to ensure the company gets value for money, conduct periodic reviews to monitor progress through completion. As an execution leader, you want the team to learn how to strike a balance between paying attention to detail and keeping an eye on the big picture. Some of this gets to be dealing with coaching and mentoring, as we talked about a little bit earlier in the show. But do not be afraid of difficult conversations. But make sure you create an environment where people feel safe, challenging the status quo in providing candid feedback. Finding the balance between support and challenge is how the team can maintain energy over time. Finding the right balance between supporting and challenging team members and paying attention to individuals who is a long way toward building execution energy that would take the team through tough waters and overall be better problem solvers and help your team get better too. So I want to jump to another subject. Uh, This is about strategy is culture. And how you work determines your destiny. Peter Drucker, hopefully everyone's heard of, of him, Famously said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. This is often interpreted as 
culture being more important than strategy. These, these might not even be his words, which makes it hard to know his thoughts. But having built a company to almost 500 people, it's obvious to me that culture isn't more important than strategy. It is strategy. I'm confident he knew this. He worked with the Japanese manufacturing companies in developing their culture of Kaizen, which helped them to dominate the automobile manufacturing world, and their practices have gone on to fundamentally change manufacturing as an industry in whole. And I don't mean just the automobile industry, I mean every industry. So your strategy is not what you're trying to do, those are your goals, but rather how you plan to do it. And your culture determines how you work. Pick any great differentiated strategy and you'll see that how it translates the company culture is what determines its efficiency. We tend to think of culture as being about how people feel or how they treat each other, but that's a bare shadow of its importance. And here's an example, Southwest, an amazing airline. In an industry with a long history of losing money, they've managed to make money year after year. How? The strategy is simple. Be the lowest cost carrier. This isn't something that the management says to the team who then try to interpret it. It shows up in every decision made by everyone in the company. It's baked into the culture. If it weren't, costs would creep in at every level of the organization. They could not be the lowest cost carrier without a culture at every layer of the company. You will not find a culture fit at Southwest if you can't be cheap. <laughs> and that's not, I'm saying it's not what rental companies should be, but it's just an example. Another one is Toyota. Toyota is legendary for helping to drive a revolution in manufacturing. And their success is based on tight integration between company strategy and behavior at the front line. Many of their practices work against human nature, such as their five whys tactic, which seeks root causes for quality issues by refusing to blame individuals. Their culture is so unique that one of its standout features is how reliant they are on training and mentoring from the frontline worker to top executives. Managers get promoted based on their ability to train their teams up, not just for driving results. Toyota understands its success is relying on its management chain to connect company strategy to frontline execution and it invests accordingly. These companies demonstrate the inseparability of culture and strategy. Your strategy is how your company plans to win and your culture is how people individually behave in alignment with it. If you've got competition, and we all do, then your strategy needs to specify how exactly you'll beat those competitors. You and your competition can have the exact same mission, but by definition, your strategy needs to be different from theirs. You both have the same goal of taking the market, but you necessarily will be approaching it differently. If you don't have competition, your strategy needs to clarify how you win in a market 
where no one has thrived before. And I don't know of any market like that in the rental business, but this is just some pretty cool examples about it. Neither of these is a simple question of setting goals. It's about clearly stating how you will accomplish them. Too often, strategies are placed on a pedestal, calculated at from afar, and never allowed to get dirty. When a strategy's value is entirely determined by how it hits the ground. Here's another example. Napoleon. Napoleon, one of of history's best military strategists. And he knew the importance of how it translated to individual soldiers. When he gave orders, he demanded they be repeated back word for word. And would you do it again and would do it again until they were right? He knew a strategy's value was determined where it met the enemy, not when it was laid out in a command tent. Contrary to what you might hear, I don't think I've ever met a founder who didn't have a strategy and usually a pretty good one. In contrast, I have met, I have yet to meet an early stage founder who can explain how that strategy will translate on the ground or who invested hours every week in ensuring that his or her team was operating according to it. So with that, let's take our last quick break before we go into the close. And uh, we'll come back and talk some more about some great leaders. Back to you, Voice America. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. The Genie Z60 37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Rental Equip Talk Radio at gmail.com. 
That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to the last segment of Rental Equip Talk Radio. Appreciate you joining me. In this last uh, segment, we have been talking about strategy is culture and the differences between the two. And uh, my last couple of comments was that uh, contrary to what you might hear, I don't think I've ever met a founder who didn't have a strategy and usually a pretty good one. In contrast, I have yet to meet an early stage founder who can explain how that strategy will translate on the ground or who invested hours every week in ensuring that his or her team was operating according to it. So moving forward, even basic things like uh, having better usability or hand wavy at best, relying on constant input from founders rather than permeating the organization's culture. Simon Sinek has helped lead the charge in the value of why as a force for motivation and alignment. Your strategy for how you plan to win is just as important and it's much harder to align a team around because it's necessarily involves daily discipline. It's not enough to have a great strategy or a great culture. They have to be one in the same. Your culture is how your strategy is executed and you've got to put in the time to make it work. And I want to jump back just to a a quick comment that I made about Napoleon. You know, Napoleon was one of history's best military strategists, and he knew the importance of how it translated to individual soldiers. So when he gave orders, he demanded that be repeated back word for word and would do it again until they were right. Try that one time. Talk to one of your people, ask them to do something, and then surprise them by saying, now, what did I just ask you to do? And see how the interpretation comes back to you and see if that job really get done the way that you want it to get done. It's amazing that people can look at you, shake their head yes, say I got it, and then when you ask them what you just told them, it comes out a whole different language. So as we kind of get ready to close for this long weekend, uh, as always, if you want to reach me, uh, my email address is rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Or if you want to just chew the fat, call and talk or text 504-615-0540. And remember, you can always listen on demand, which most of you do. 90% of my listeners or podcast listeners, because as I said earlier, we're in a generation where people do what they want to do when they want to do it. And as always, I hope some of the issues discussed today either helped or provoked some more questions for the success of your business. Next week is the 10th. We'll have an open forum with more interesting ideas and views. And you can look for the topics that will be discussed with all my LinkedIn connections as well as the RER Monday newsletter that comes out. They'll tell you what we're talking about, but uh, I'm sure it'll be something about habits of successful people, maybe some branding, and I always throw in a little bit of leadership in there for dessert. And if you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, advertise, or have a question, or need a guest speaker or business consultant, I'm right here for you. I'm wrapping up today with... Uh, not just one, but three quotes because of the weekend that we're going into and Independence Day uh, being tomorrow. And so feeling a bit patriotic going into this long weekend. Here we go with the first one. Freedom is essential to the pursuit of happiness. Freedom is essential to artistic evolution and expression. Freedom is essential to the expansion of the human mind. Freedom is essential to the development and application of basic 
humanitarianisms. Freedom is essential to the creation of an individual's will, motivations, preferences, and unique talents. In essence, freedom is essential to the success and progress of humanity. Author is anonymous. Next, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on to them to do the same. Those are the words of Ronald Reagan. And finally, we look forward to a world founded upon four essential human freedoms. The first freedom of speech and expression everywhere in the world. The second is freedom of every person to worship God in his own way everywhere in the world. The third is freedom from want, which translates into world terms means economic understandings which will secure to every nation a healthy peacetime life for its inhabitants everywhere in the world. The fourth is freedom from fear, which translated into world terms means a worldwide reduction to such a point and in such a thorough fashion that no nation will be in a position to commit an act of physical aggression against any neighbor anywhere in the world. Those were the words of Franklin Roosevelt. I'd like to wish everyone a safe and happy Independence Day tomorrow, July the 4th. God bless America. God bless the military and the freedom we enjoy due to the hard work and dedication and sacrifice as our armed forces everywhere in the world, wherever they are, protecting us. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you. I'm Donald Charbonnet, your host and the diehard of the rental industry, signing off. And remember, be safe and good renting. Have a safe weekend. Back to you, Voice America. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.